What's good, everybody? Today is Sunday, June 18th, 2023. Happy Father's Day to everyone this morning that is a father. And uh, make sure that you are calling your parent, your dad, whoever is that figure for you. It doesn't necessarily have to be a biological father. Um, you know, being a father is, I've, I've talked about a lot of times on this show is, really the, the highest goal for me that I've ever set for myself to be an amazing present father and a father that is, you know, interested in learning and growing and admitting faults and uh, picking himself up off the ground after failures and mistakes and to show my kid and my stepkids um, that life isn't easy, but, you know, with perseverance and dedication and humility, you can really achieve whatever you're, you set out to achieve. You know, my dad was extremely, extremely in, in, important to me. And a few episodes back, I, I talked about how important and, and the ways in which he was important to me. And I can't remember if I, if I told this story at the time, but when I was 11 um, and it was when I was in sixth grade, I was 11 years old and I just happened to know that because it was in a, a really important time in my life. My dad ju had just turned 40 at the time when I was 11 and it was on Labor Day weekend uh, on a camping trip and, um, my dad had a massive, massive heart attack at the age of 40 and, and he survived. Thankfully, it was luck or the universe just knew that I still needed him, I guess. Um, it was a really hard time for me. I didn't really understand what a heart attack meant when I was 11. I just, all I knew was, you know, on TV, they always talked about a heart attack and then, you know, everybody that always had a heart attack on TV and back in that time, you know, they died. It wasn't like, oh, I had a heart attack. Okay, I'm back at things, you know. I just assumed when I heard that, that he was dead and, you know, he was in intensive care for, uh, several weeks. You know, I wasn't at, you know, at the time, you know, there wasn't any kind of pass where you could, Hey, you know, can we go see him? You know, at the time they didn't let people that were minors into the ICU. And, and maybe if they did that, that's always possible that, you know, my family sheltered from me from seeing him that way. I don't really know, but I remember at that time, you know, thinking that I, if anything in life, I wanted to be that person that, the, that my dad was to me, to somebody else. And so my parenting and my being a father and, you know, and being involved in education has been that, that guiding ethos of, you know, love first, unconditional love first. And that's really a hot topic today, you know, with people getting up in arms about, you know, gender identity, sexual orientation, any of those things, uh, you know, I, I don't profess to know about, you know, gender identity at all. All I know is that I think everybody deserves love. And if it was my child, 
I would love them unconditionally and I wouldn't really care what, what anybody else thinks. It's a complicated issue and my kids know that they're going to get love no matter what. And that's, that's really where I try to come from. And I have my dad to thank for that. And hopefully you have someone like that in your life. And I, I do want to, this is really important for me to also to bring into any fathers that are listening out there. You know, I'm not a perfect father. My dad wasn't a perfect father. And part of this fatherhood process is just knowing that you're not perfect and you're going to make mistakes. You are going to handle things and you're going to, you know, have a short fuse sometimes and, you know, maybe lash out or, or not handle a situation in the best manner. And that's okay. What you want to do, it's important to do is just to circle back on that. And, you know, whoever you might've handled wrong, just let them know you were wrong. You're sorry. That wasn't the best version of you. And you'll try to do better next time. And, you know, I apologize to my kids when I am short with them or I lose my temper and I might raise my voice, which I do a whole lot less now than I used to, you know, cause little kids can be really frustrating. Thankfully my, you know, my kids are, and not thankfully I, I'm just happy where my kids are at, but when they're younger, when you're really trying to teach them boundaries, that's, you know, really when it become, can become difficult and frustrating and just know that the time is fleeting. And they'll be older and you won't even, it's hard to explain. For example, my son today, my oldest son is leaving for a trip to Italy with his soccer teammates. And, you know, it's just hard to believe. It feels like yesterday, you know, we were at the computer and you know, I was trying to install shaders on Minecraft and download worlds and, you know, learn like I have their Nintendo DSs to put on games on it for them so they could have all the games they wanted. I know that's ethical, of course, but you know, it was something that we did together and we, and we learned and we, um, you know, it was an opportunity for me, you know, on like Minecraft and things like that, just to show them that, you know, if you put your mind to it, you can figure things out. Doing difficult things is okay. And also, doing things and failing is okay. And, you know, I, I use this, they even use this podcast as an example to my kids that I set out to do this for fun because I enjoy it. The value was for me. I don't market this podcast. I, I don't try to really push it to anybody else. You know, there's a few times on crypto Twitter that I posted that I did an episode, but it's really not that often just because you know, it, to me, it is more about this process and the growth. And that's what I tell my, my kids, you know, my, my son, Max has a, you know, a media company that he's been filming high school athletes and putting mixed tapes together and he's doing really well. And, you know, when he started, I just, I just told him, just do it every day, just get better, find something that you're not very good at, get better at every day. So. Anyways, that's a long ramble about fatherhood, but it is really, really important to me. And, and make sure that you tell those people in your life today that had a positive impact on you, how much they really mean 
to you. And there's a good chance that they don't know, especially if it's a, a, a coach or a teacher or, you know, maybe a, I don't know, a music teacher could be any number of things. It even could be, you know, a, a coworker that mentored you. Just let them know. And I think that that is really important. And I can say that not just as a man, but also as a public educator, the best moments are when someone says to me later in life, you know, you were really important to me. And I still get that, which is makes me smile just to think about it. Okay, enough about that. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Let's dive into the charts. We're looking e <clears throat> 26.5 for Bitcoin, flat in the 24 hours, Ethereum 17.35, BNB 2.47, somehow coming up. XRP 49 cent, Cardano 26, Doe 6, Solana 15.68, Polkadot's 4.64, Avalanche still at that in $11 range at 11.52, ICP finally out of that $3 range up at 401, Aptos 694, Arbitrum finally back over that dollar mark at 101, and Near Protocol having a nice little recovery at $1.25. So mostly there is just a slight increase in the token prices in the last 24 hours. And I'm still sticking to the, the fact that I'm not trading this market right now. That is not my intention. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. But once again, open to the possibility of being wrong. But... That doesn't mean that I'm not buying NFTs and I've kind of been on the sideline NFT wise, but I came across one yesterday that I think has a little bit of potential that I, that I bought a few and we'll talk about those, but first let's, I want to talk about why I'm still trading some NFTs. Now the prices for NFTs right now, the market for NFTs is abysmal than it has been for a while. Can NFTs come back? I have a tendency to believe, believe so because really it is a flex. It is, a, a, I mean, that, that's why people buy art, really. I mean, they like the art too, but you'd be hard-pressed to find someone who doesn't own art, that doesn't want to share that they own a piece of art with other people who appreciate art. Now, it's kind of like watches. You know, I love watches. I would love to get a Panerai or a Tudor. But the, the crowds I run around with, they wouldn't know. They would have no idea. They might look at it and say, oh, nice watch. And I could say, oh, well, it's a Panerai. But it doesn't much to most people that I know. I just like them personally as a collector. I, I find value in that. Now, if I know someone who is a watch aficionado, then absolutely I'm going to be like, you know, I would like to show them my new Panerai because I know they would enjoy it as well. So I feel like art is similar in that, that, you know, there are, there are people right now trading NFTs that know the value, um, they can appreciate the digital art, etc. And so I think on a longer time frame that these pieces in the early days of NFTs, now we're not early, early, you know, we're still two, two years off of the biggest bull run of NFTs. And we kind of ran into that in the summer of 2021 and the prices have gone essentially down since then. Now, I think when we enter another bull run, there's going to be a lot of pieces that, that regain this value. 
and you go extended even further from 10 years from now, I think you're looking at a whole different set of sort of metrics that you're going to look at these NFTs. And I did say before that I was going to focus a lot of my trading NFTs on the art, maybe not so much, you know, the meat and the communities, but focus on the art, you know, in, in the vein of not that I'm collecting them because I don't have those funds would be, you know, f um, art by Tyler Hobbs, uh, Fidenza's, you know, things, things of that nature that, you know, maybe something that's being sold on super rare or foundation or even, oh gosh, I can't even art blocks, things like that. However, the, the art that I came across this way is not exactly in that um, theme vein, but I, I really like the artwork. It's, it's extremely cheap right now. And I thought it was, I thought they're, they're, they're pretty cool. You can grab them at a really cheap price. I picked up a, a couple rare ones that I thought were pretty cool. And they look like the beans from the Azuki. And it may even be the same artist. I'm not even sure about that. Maybe they were just copying them. I, I could be wrong. This project, the Twitter, was launched in March. So the Twitter handle is 12 Pepe's on, on Twitter. And they created this artwork called Peens, P-E-A-N-Z. And they're little tiny Pepe the Frogs that are 3D rendered. And they're just cool. I really like, I really, really enjoy the artwork. They minted on Zora. And they're all minted out. There's 10,000 of them. And they're basically just little floating Pepe's. And you can still get them. This is the, the, the beautiful thing about them. You can still pick these up for less than, and the prices are, are, are dropping. Uh, you can pick them up for 0.004 ETH, which is next to nothing. Now they were... The floor was as high as 0 0.001 at one time. So it's, it's dropped in half, but this is typically what happens is people are minting these things, you know, by the dozens and then selling them. So with 10,000, that's, that is quite a, quite a bit. So you're going to see those prices early on, you know, start to, to drop. Now, let me tell you, I faded Nakamingos at 0 0.01. Big mistake. You know, so there are things that you fade and you regret. So at this price, I figured I'd hop in and buy four or five of them because I think maybe at some point they, they have some value. If not, then I have some cool art that I really think is cool. And there's all kinds of different traits. You can, I picked up one that was rank number I think 43 for like a hundred dollars which is a lot for a lot of people I understand that um, but there there's other ones that are pretty low or pretty high rare I'm looking at one that's ranked 2000 for 0 0.008 uh, I don't know what the highest sale these are let me just look at the activity to take a gander just looking at the recent activity. I mean, it 
does, it looks like right now, the ones that aren't super rare are the ones that are still selling pretty darn well in the last half hour. They've had an hour. They've had a lot of different sales. So we had one that was ranked uh, 1,247 that sold for $50 at 0 0.02. Good. I think that's a good deal. Here's one. Here's it. Here was a steal right here. Someone two hours bought two hours ago bought a number 203 ranked one for $22. So the values are still there. Here's a three set rank 371 for $17. So they're out at 260 at $26. They are out there. I think it's worth a look. So check those out today. That's been today's episode. Check out Peens on OpenSea. That sounds funny to say. Don't forget to uh, give a shout out to those fathers uh, give your friends a call if they're fathers just wish them a happy father's day man being a father is tough work um, just appreciate other fathers today if you don't have anybody to uh, say happy father's day like me you know my dad's been uh, passed away for a while my mom passed away this year so you know really take those opportunities while you have them to let those people know that you love them as always be in the present moment be in the here and now and your call to action today is definitely let as many people know today that they are important to you. That's it. Until tomorrow, this is Ben Chapo. Have an amazing day. Welcome, welcome to Crypto Chat with Chapo, the edgiest podcast in the crypto realm. I'm your host, the crypto connoisseur, Chapo, ready to deep dive into the fascinating world of cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all things crypto-related. But hold on tight, my friend, because this is not your average finance show. We're not here to give you boring investment advice or financial jargon. Oh, no. We're here to rock your world with discussions, mind-bending insights, and jaw-dropping stories from the cryptoverse. Now, before we kick things off, let's make one thing crystal clear. This podcast is strictly for entertainment purposes. None of the content you hear is financial advice. I repeat, not financial advice. I'm just a crypto enthusiast sharing my thoughts, experience, and yes, even my occasional moonshot predictions. So buckle up, strap in, and get ready for a wild ride through the, the ever-evolving world of crypto. Let's pull the latest trends, uncover hidden gems, and maybe even decode secret messages in the blockchain. Remember, my fellow crypto aficionados, always do your own research. The crypto space is like a wild west. You need to be your own sheriff. Seek knowledge, stay curious, and let's navigate this digital frontier together. So grab your headphones, crank up the volume, and get ready to be immersed in the world of crypto chapa chop. Prepare to laugh, learn, and maybe have your mind blown. Let's get this party started. The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.